What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Wilkinson. I am joined today live and in studio. Smax. What's up? How we doing? Also joined on Zoom with Tim. How we doing? What's up? Pretty good. Pretty good. We had a we had a big uh big weekend this weekend, UFC 262. Uh we'll start off with the main fight, uh Michael Chandler versus Oliveira. Obviously, Oliveira came out the victor, TKO in round two. Tim, what were your thoughts on the fight? Um, Oliveira showed a lot of toughness and a lot of heart because Chandler had him hurt in the first round, and it looked like it was trending in Chandler's direction. It started off with Oliveira. Um, like he, he had a bunch of submission attempts, and Chandler defended him really well on the ground and then was able to flip uh, the – position and he got inside of his guard and was controlling him and then they stood up over got up and Chandler rocked him and it looked at the end of the first round it looked like it was it was guy was worried that um Chandler was just going to come out right at the start and starch him but they went the other way yeah I I mean I went back and watched the highlights I didn't I didn't watch it live but I did watch the highlights um yeah Oliveira was was kind of stunned at the beginning um, he was knocked down. I'm surprised they didn't, like, uh, I mean, if I was watching it live, I probably would have thought, oh, my gosh, this is over. Like, they got to stop this. That, that is what I thought. I, I was I was worried that I was about to have to deal with Michael Chandler as the lightweight champion and That's everything true. that was going to have to come with that. They, uh, I saw something they were talking about how these all these pay-per-views are finishing in the second round. Oliver in the second round, uh, Usman in the second round, uh, Ngannou in the second round, and Poirier was in the second round. round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We kind of talked about it on Thursday's show. We kind of said Chandler, if Chandler or if Oliver can get out of the first round against Chandler, and kind of just kind of slow him, Mm -hmm. uh, tire him out, slow him down. That's kind of what what uh, what happened. Also, we had the co-main. Tony Ferguson and uh, Dariush. Dariush? Yeah, Dariush. Uh, I'll, I'll lead off with a question for you, Tim. Is Ferguson done? Yeah, that's a, he's not. That was not a good show. I mean, I, I, I'm leaning towards yes. I am. I'm, yeah, and there's really nowhere to hide in that division either. Like, he's not going to just suddenly get, like, easy fights. Like, because they're even the unranked guys in that division are really good. So, and he's got a big enough name that I'm sure they're going to want it. They're going to find a prospect and they're going to be like, all right, we'll give him a win over Tony Ferguson or we'll have him fight Tony. And if he wins, that's like a decent name on his resume. That'll build him. Tim or uh, Stodd, do you have any thoughts about this? Age shows. He's old. He is old. Age is kind of showing. The, war, the tour is over. Might be time to hang it up. He's a tough. He's a tough son of a bitch, though. I'll say that. Yeah. The, last he, last two fights, he's been in some some pretty tough positions submission wise, and he's kind of just worked his way out of it. I I mean, the toughness will always be there, but he kind of just looks a step slower than what he did the last it, his last wins. The toughness is also like sometimes not good for that because he just continues to take beatings. <laughs> yeah. Without. Yeah. I think it's only a matter of time, though, before he does get, like, finished. Yeah. Like, like, really, like, knocked out or something. Because he is not – even in – 
And there's also a clear like blueprint kind of to beat him now, which is kind of like take him down. I don't know. Oliveira and Dari for both like basically did the same thing and they worked really well. <laughs> um, I have a question about an upcoming fight for Ferguson. Do you think uh, is is um, Cowboy Cerrone in the same weight class? Yeah, they could fight. They fought already. What a matchup. Just a battle they, of the old people. Well, they fought already and Tony PK, TKO'd him. <laughs> it was of course, Tony, Cowboy lost. Tony Tony broke his nose, Cowboy's nose, and Cowboy blew his nose, which caused like his eye to like puff up and like get be basically like swell shut. You can like Google images of it, and it was like he was he like couldn't see out of it. It was like a, it was Tony was beating the shit out of him. Is so, Cowboy gonna finish with the most career UFC losses ever? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're getting up there. I don't know. What is the record for most career UFC losses? Um, you want to look that up and I'll, uh, I'll talk yeah. about the other, the other fight. Um, another fight I watched that we watched this at, uh, at the bar was the Burgos. Um, who's the other Barbosa. Burgos versus Barbosa fight. That might be one of the funniest knockouts I've watched the way he got hit and then just stood there for a second and then was like, uh Oh, check please. Uh, Lean, ran, took about six paces backwards and then fell against the fence. And it was like, uh, yeah, this is over. This is all over. Parlay almost hit. Parlay almost hit. Had Burgos on the first fight out of the four fights on my parlay. So immediately lost that parlay. Had what to do another hedge you... with three fights. Yeah, you won the three fight one though, right? Yeah, because I just immediately did the exact same parlay just without yeah. Burgos on it. Yeah. Dude, I was like, when I did my parlay, I was confident in Burgos. Like, he was one of the fights I was not worried about at all. And then yeah. he gets knocked out like that. Burgos is it, Burgos is pretty good, but he just gets hit so much. And it's just – he took a ton of damage this fight, and he took a ton of damage in his last fight and got yeah, knocked out both. His last know. fight almost won, like, fight of the year, I'm pretty sure. Sheesh. Yeah, it was against this dude named Josh Emmett and – Burgos tore Josh Emmett's like MCL ACL in the first like minute of the fight, oh. and they fought for like the they fought like all three rounds. Damn, so, yeah, and I think Emmett knocked him out in the third or something. Damn. Um, yeah. Another fight we talked about during the preview was the Shevchenko fight. That didn't happen. That Bomb. Valentina's sister lost. Um, maybe not in the blood. Maybe not as a uh, I thought. Tim, was there any other fights that um, stuck out to you? No, not really. The judging was a little weird, I thought. The but. the third to last fight, the women's fight. That uh, I don't know if that if the scoring was. I thought it was twenty nine twenty eight, but one of the judges gave it thirty twenty seven, and I was like, uh, I don't know about that one. There was a prelim, the Lando Verat or Venado one, I think. Lando Mike Gundy. Lynn Grundy. Yeah, I think they they gave around the Grundy when I think like no one thought. You know, yeah. they gave like it was it was one of them was different, and it was like that doesn't make any sense. Yep, let's uh, let's transition. We'll get our we'll get our guest in here, and then we will uh, we'll talk a little NBA basketball. Joining us via Zoom is a future basketball Hall of Famer. I'll say it. Uh, my father, Chris Wilkinson. Uh, Dad, thank thank thanks for coming on. Um, 
Where we'll, we'll talk about a little bit NBA playoff preview, a little end of the year uh, review. Let's go through some all NBA teams. Everyone, I, I just I just feel team. honored to be on this podcast with Maxwell and Tim and you. I just feel like I'm a semi celebrity right now. Pleasure's all ours. Pleasure is all ours. Do you want to? You 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 are the guest, so you lead us off. Well, I think that the big decision about the first team is who do you take? There's four locks: Jokic, Giannis, Luca's a guard. I don't care what some media says; they've never coached or played, so they want to put Luca as a forward. Luca's a guard, <laughs> and then Steph. So those four are a lock. Now, who do you take as the other forward? I went with I went with Kawhi as as first team forward. I know he didn't play a ton of games, but it's kind of a process of elimination. I put him as my first team forward. So Jokic, Giannis, Kawhi, and then the guards are Lucas and Steph. I went with as my two guards. I went with Steph Curry and Chris Paul, and my my uh, forwards. I went Giannis and LeBron, and my center being Jokic. I just value. I value what Chris Paul brings more than what Luca brings, and Luca's a baby and always gets technical, so I don't really like that. You you gotta you have you gotta have discipline to be on my All NBA first team. So you put LeBron at playing forty games and having the worst high ankle sprain in the history of high ankle sprains um, on your first team. Now I get it; the first half of the season he was probably the MVP, but he only played what forty six games, forty eight games. And when he was playing, they were a top two team in the West. So when when LeBron was playing, he was a top he was a top two forward in the league. So I, I would put him as above Kawhi. But transitioning to that on my second team, I do have Kawhi as one of my forwards. I have my two guards being Dame and Luca. I have Kawhi at the forward. I have Julius Randle at the forward, and I have Joel Embiid at the center. What what, what do you have? I agree with Embiid. I went Randall and Jimmy Butler at the forwards. And then I went CP3 and Dame at the guards. And I think Randall, Randall has to be for what the Knicks, the Knicks were, the men in the desert had, had the Knicks at 25 wins and they're a number four seed. So Randall's got to be on the second team. And then Butler just kind of carried Miami to the fifth seed. You know, he's averaging like 21, seven and seven with two steals and then the guards are pretty much that's a kind of a no-brainer, and then beats kind of a no-brainer. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if they went, if they have, if they do put Embiid as a forward, I I would obviously slot him over LeBron, but I think they have him as a center, so that's why I have him here on my second team. Uh, we'll go through this third team, and then we'll get uh, Stodd's input and see what what because I know he's. He's right here next to me. Uh, he's, he's ready to say something. I can feel it. I can feel it. Um, he looks like he's chomping at the bit right now. Exactly. <laughs> uh, at our at my guard spots, I have Devin Booker and uh, James Harden. My forwards, I have Jason Tatum and Zion Williamson. And then at my center position, I have Bam Adebayo. Well, this is where we're going to have a little controversy. First of all, I don't know how you can take James Harden after you basically belly ached his way out of Houston and played, I think, 25 games total. So, I mean, it's like he played a quarter of the season. I went with Bam at the center. Zion, even though the team wasn't very good, I mean, he his stats, you got to put him somewhere. This is where LeBron comes in on third team. I went Booker, and then I went Kyrie. I went Kyrie. I, I think you you can't have the, the, the overall number two seed in the East without at least one guy. 
on it. So I went with Kyrie there. Did, Tatum didn't make it. Mitchell didn't make it. Beal didn't make mine. So that, that was my third team. Bam, Zion, LeBron, Booker, and Kyrie. I'm with you on that on the Nets take. That's why I had Harden. It was between Harden and and Kyrie, and Harden's leading the league in assists. So I had, I put the league leader in assists, averaging 11 a game at my second guard spot. Stodd, what are, what, what are you, just your overview of this? Um, I think Jimmy Butler's a lock to make one of the three teams. I also think the Jazz are going to figure out having someone on the three just because they're going to finish with the first seed. So I feel like they're going to find a way to get one player on one of the teams, whether that's D. Mitch or Rudy Gobert. Even on third team, I don't know. I think that's going to happen. And then I don't know. I think I don't know where Braun – yeah, I don't know where Braun goes on mine. Like, that's tricky, honestly. I could see him being on all – there's an argument for all three teams that he could be on. Like, he could be first, second, or third, and it wouldn't be surprising to me. So those are my early thoughts. I would I would rather see Donovan Mitchell on one of these NBA teams than Gobert. I think I mean, especially if you look at if you take the because Embiid and Jokic, if they're both categorized as a center, they're both definitely better than that than yeah Gobert because they're both in that MVP race. And I think Bam Adebayo is better defensively than Gobert. than Gobert, and he's significantly better offensively. Like if you look at Bam Adebayo, the positions that he has to guard, it's it's he has to guard three through five, and he's not a liability in the pick and roll. If you look at Gobert, you you can go through and watch the Blazers play the Jazz and just see all these pick and rolls that Dame and yeah and Nurkic and and Cantor are running through, and Gobert just looks lost. He, he they can just spin him like a top, especially with a, a guard of of that caliber. I think in the playoffs. I think you'll definitely see Gobert get exposed. Maybe then, yeah. you know, like we could see Donovan Mitchell maybe find the third team. Mm-hmm. Potentially. You know, I think the, the, the thing for Gobert is the defensive metrics, but I kind of go look at this way. Would Miami trade Bam for Gobert? I don't think so. I think the Jazz would trade Gobert for Bam. So yeah. I think, you know, the defensive metrics is what saves kind of Gobert. Um, and the shooting percentage and things like that. But I just, I just don't know. I think in a, in a big playoff series, they're going to figure out ways where they, whoever guard, someone doesn't have to really guard Gobert and they're going to put him, make him guard in space, which, you know, I don't think he, he does very well, like was said. So that's why I take Bam. And there's just a lack of pure centers out there. It's like, yeah. Uh, let's we can transition. We are recording this while games are still being played, but as of right now, the East playing game is official. Celtics will be playing the Wizards, and the Pacers will be playing the Hornets. What are your thoughts on the on these two games? So it, it's seven eight plays, then nine ten plays. Correct. So what would uh, Celtics were what nine? Celtics are the seven seed. So they play the eight seed, which is the the Wizards. Wizards. The Wizards got all the way to eight. Um. Mm-hmm. I think the Wizards win that. I think the Wizards win that game. And I and Indianapolis, they all hate the coach. Um, they all, you know, the point guard doesn't want to play. Sabonis is hurt every other day. T.J. Warren decided I could play, but I hate the coach, so I'm going to go get surgery. They're waiting. They're just playing out the string. So I think the Hornets win that. And then I think the Hornets beat the Wizards. I mean, I think the, or beat, beat, the beat Celtics. Celtics. I think they beat the Celtics. Um, I, 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 I agree with that. I 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's 
that I think that's what kind of the consensus is right now. Um, Celtics are just depleted right now. They they have just kind of stumbled and crawled to the stretch down the stretch. Um, I mean, they're I, on their last life. Yeah, I mean, the kind of the guy who holds the whole team together, Jalen Brown, is out and he's done for the year, so he's not coming back. Um, I think we could see, I think we could see Russ and Beal both have thirty-five plus points in this game, and I think that wouldn't I mean, surprise me. And I think the I think the Hornets are are. I mean, they just got the rookie of the year back, Lamelo Ball. Um, they're kind of. Uh, they just lost to the Wizards today, but I don't really know who they played because they already had the seating locked up. Um, the Hornets have lost their last five. <laughs> they haven't won a game. Uh-oh. They haven't won a game in a week and a half. But I mean, you look at the teams that they've lost. <laughs> every team they've lost to is in a playoff team. So. I mean, it's it's almost win by default. Someone has to win the game. Yeah. Yeah, now, the, exactly. the, I think the unintentionally comedy scale may be Marcus Smart versus Russell Westbrook in that in that first game. Um, is there a betting line that Smart either flops or causes a fight with Russ, or Russ throws a ball at him sometime in that game? <laughs> um, I mean, that's going to be you know unintentional comedy right there as those two just kind of running into each other and talking and. Especially if the game gets out of hand, uh, oh, you, could some, you could see some very interesting uh, things happen in that game. So with that, the the Wizards would be the seven seed. They'd be playing the Nets in the first round. Sweet. The Hornets would be playing the Seventy Sixers, and I think that would most likely be a sweep a sweep as well. Uh, heading over to the West. The Blazers play tonight. Lakers play tonight. Blaze, if the Blazers win, they secure the seven seed. Or if the Lakers lose, they secure the seven or the, the six seed. The Lakers lose, they secure the six seed. Um, the Lakers need the Blazers to lose and for themselves to win to get the six seed and avoid the playing game. Um, the ten seed is the Spurs. The nine seed is the Grizzlies, and the eight is the Warriors. Um, I think we're going to see. I do think the I think the Blazers win tonight. I think we're going to see LeBron versus Steph in a playing game, which is that's that's going to be fun. That is that's kind of why I think they went with the whole playing game in general, just to because the West is so loaded that you want to see a, a a winner go home game between two All Stars, two MVPs. What are your thoughts? It will be the highest rated basketball game the NBA has had in three years if LeBron plays Steph. So you know, and here's the thing. You're going to get a LeBron stuff and then and then probably a jaw versus Steph next game. So, I mean, that's kind of, and it's, and it's kind of, it's the old college winner go home. So, uh, you know, I know Max's Dylan Brooks pulled a Dylan Brooks tonight and today and fouled out again with all kinds of time. Um, uh, I think that is that an I think that's a verb now pulling a Dylan Brooks. Um, yeah, and it's not you don't want to be pulling a Dylan Brooks. No, yeah, so, that often doesn't mean very many good things. No, so uh, I mean, so I think that's I th- I think LeBron I think the Lakers just unless Steph goes for fifty, you know the the Warriors are playing well now, but I just can't see I I think the Lakers roll the Warriors in that game. Steph could also very well go for 60. He had 40, 46 tonight, uh, 9 of 22 from three. I'm um, just looking at his game log since, since May. 
30 points, 41, 37, 34, 49, 36, uh, 21, and 46. So he's averaging about 35 a game, 38 a game in the month of May, getting hot at the right time. I think that – I think they will – I think they will um, – I think they will make the playoffs just because I don't think the bottom two teams are any good. They just beat the Grizzlies today at home and the Spurs lost by 40 Saturday to the Suns. And they lost again to the Suns today who, who best, whose best player playing today was campaign. So you don't want Cameron Payne to be the best player that you lose to. So I think we'll see Lakers warriors chalk, in this and the thing about the Warriors right now is they all know that Steph is the best player by far. So he can shoot it every – he shot 36 times in 22 threes and not one person said a word on that team. So he can literally just dribble off 12 screens in a 24-second shot clock and shoot it every time, and they're very happy with that. So, um, I mean, they should advance. I think it'll be chalk. I think those two teams will advance. And then it gets really interesting. It does because um, as of right now, I think if the Jazz were to lose tonight to the Kings, which I don't see happening, but if the Jazz do lose tonight, I think they would be bumped out of the one seed and the Suns would be the one seed. Yes, that's correct. So we would have we would have Warriors versus Suns in the one eight, and we'd have Jazz versus the Lakers in the two seven, and I think. If the I, Lakers sweep them, right? I think if or they the, win in five. I think if the Jazz play the <laughs> Lakers, I think it's a tough time for Utah. Oh, I think so too. That's why I think the Jazz will play everybody to win. Um, I think the Lakers are just a really bad matchup for the Suns, also. You know, I just don't think that they're a very good matchup for either one of those teams. And I think the Lakers win in, you know, maybe maybe five games against Utah and maybe six, if not five against the Suns. I just think it's a very bad matchup for both those teams. So I think the jazz are going to pull out all the stops. They're going to be, you know, playing everybody. Um, you know, I think the interesting thing, can the warriors, can the warriors give either the jazz or a son a series? Can they, can they, you know, can they, can they, can they win two games in a series? I think the Suns are better than the Jazz. Um, I think I don't think they can. I don't think they. I don't think they're deep enough to win a series. I think they could take the Jazz to seven, and I think they could take the Suns to six. But I don't think I don't think they're deep enough to win four out of four out of uh, four out of seven. Especially when you you have to go on the road for more games than you can than you can host at home. Yeah, I agree with that. I just that's why I'm asking. I, I just don't think they can. When you're still playing Kelly Oubre and Jordan Poole and, you know, Kevon Looney and, a, and, a, and some guy named Jordan you know, Bell, Mark Mulder or Matt Mulder or I don't know, Mulder and Skelly from the X-Files. I don't even know. I didn't, you know, who, he, you know, he got, you know, so who, I mean, and the guy with three names that last year was playing for the G League team. I mean, I just don't know how that, that group, you know, unless Steph just says, I'm just going to shoot it. 45 times a game and try to score 60 every night. He could. I just, I just think it's going to be a hard time for them to win four games. Um, do you have anything else you want to, you want to talk about before we, uh, before we head out? I think the MVP, I think the MVP is, is a done deal. I think it's, I think it's, I think, I, I think 
Jokic wins that. The key will be, you know, how close Embiid gets. Um, where does C3, CP3 land? Where does stuff land? You know, Giannis's stats are better than they were the, the two years he won it. Um, so, I mean, I think it'll be a very interesting thing there. Uh, you know, how far does Denver go? Do we get that, you know, you know, where does, where's that in the second round of the playoffs? I think the second round of the West is going to be very, that are the, you know, that first, you know, that the Denver Lakers, you know, Clippers, Jazz, Suns, somebody's got to play, you know, rather soon. You know, that's going to be, that final four of that, of that conference is going to be very interesting. We'll see if the Clippers can make the first conference finals in franchise history. A very tough feat to do. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, I think the thing, it's not even Kawhi that is the guy, the X factor for the Clippers, because you know what you're going to get out of Kawhi Leonard. You, you know what you're going to get, but it's going to be, it's going to come down to can Paul George compete and can he show up in a big time moment in the playoffs? I think if it all comes down to matchups, but I think if they, I think if they do play the jazz that are the one seed and they're currently the four, I think they will make the conference finals. And I think we will see, I think we'll see battle LA in the, in the final or in the Western conference finals. That'll, I mean, that'll be, that'll be, that'll be worth the price of admission. Does anybody beat the nets on the other side? No. I think I like Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee matches up with the Nets. I I think they do. The thing about the Nets, I've I've watched a lot of Nets games. I watched them play the Bucks. They can't. They don't get stops. You got to be able to stop people in the playoffs because there's going to be times where they like obviously Kyrie. They're going to have Kyrie and Harden and and Durant. But there's going to be times where they're going to go three or four minutes scoreless. And if they're playing, say the Bucks. And they, they, there's, they don't really have anyone who's going to be able to guard Giannis. When, when it comes down to who's going to be able to get a stop in the playoffs, I don't think the Mets are going to be that team. And are we for sure that Kyrie and Harden and, and Durant are going to play every playoff game in this playoffs without having a hip, foot, calf? I mean, are you? that's the thing. I think Milwaukee matches up. Giannis can guard KD. Holiday really guarded um, Kyrie really well. And then I think, I mean, Harden's a bad matchup, but is Harden, are those other guys going to let Harden shoot 30 times like he did in Houston? You know, so, you know, can you, you know, so could, does Middleton kind of guard Harden? I think they can, I think they can guard them more than New Jersey or Brooklyn can guard, can guard Milwaukee. So I think you're right, Tanner. I think, can they get, you know, when it's, 110 to 110 with three minutes to go when you need to have stops and the game slows down, can they get consecutive stops? And that's what it comes down to in the playoffs is can you get consecutive stops in the last three minutes? I don't know if they can. Now they may say, Hey, we'll just score 130 and you got to score 131. You know, that usually doesn't win. Yeah. That's, that's, that's playoff basketball, Jeff Van Gundy in the words of uh, Mark Jackson. <laughs> Um, I want to say thank you for coming on. Uh, obviously, we'll 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 probably we'll have you back on for either the conference finals or before the the uh, NBA finals for a little play for our playoff review into the finals. So once again, thank you for coming on.
Gentlemen, um, thank you. More than welcome to always come back on. All right. Let's just jump right into uh, our segments, recurring segment. Let's start off with what we learned this weekend. Stad, uh, you 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 came down to Columbia this weekend. You had a very eventful time. What, what what did you learn this weekend? I learned so many things. First, rain. It's back, and it's awesome. I was out there today, and the rain was coming down, and it felt amazing. And I was sitting in my chair, and I loved the rain. That's one thing I learned. Another thing I learned is beds, overrated. The last two nights, I found myself sleeping on couches on floors. Bed, never heard of her. Third thing I learned, steak at 8 a.m., normalize it. I grilled the steak at 8 a.m. when I woke up this morning, and it might have been one of the best steaks I've ever had. Those are three things I've learned this weekend in <laughs> Colombia. So, yeah, that's what I've learned. That, that, hey, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Tim, what, what did you learn this weekend? Uh, I learned uh, that Minnesota sports don't have to be terrible in the playoffs. Uh, the Wild won a game today in overtime. It went to overtime 0-0, and they scored one goal and won the game in overtime. So, we'll see uh, how it goes. one nothing win for the Minnesota Wild? Yeah. Now that I say this, they'll probably get swept from here on out. <laughs> the, old, the old gentleman sweep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, do you have another one? No, that, that was the only one I had. Uh, I'm, I, got a, I got two. Um, one – uh, Stoddard was telling a story about how his greatest athletic feat was hitting a pop-up or pop-out in Mariner Stadium. He hit it to the warning track. Warning track power. So what we learned this week is Stodd has warning track power. Um, also, what we learned this week, uh, Mizzou wrestling stinks. Overrated. <laughs> uh, let's go through this. Michael Chandler uh, lost his championship fight. Um Ben Askren lost his championship fight for the Triller belt to Jake Paul. <laughs> and, and Tyron Woodley uh, just said, He's no longer in service. the UFC. Thank you for your service, <laughs> uh, but you will not uh, be needed anymore in the UFC and has just been relegated to Bellator. Is he a, he's a Bellator fighter now? No, not even. It sounds like he's begging for a Jake Paul fight, kind of. He keeps Ooh. like calling out Jake Paul. And it's like, okay, like, no, <laughs> I, I don't even want to see that because <laughs> uh, he would get his ass beat probably. Well, yeah, Jake Paul's good. Jake Paul is maybe the pound for pound best best uh, fighter on the planet. I'd so say. KSI fight and boxes him. Oh, that would that that would fight would break the internet. I think I think that would break the internet. That fight. I'm putting lunch and dinner on KSI. Ali will be eating good after that fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On to our next segment, uh, a classic, Baby Boy of the Week. Um, Tim, do you want to lead us off with Baby Boy of the Week? Yeah, I'll lead us off. Uh, my Baby Boy of the Week is uh, Jane Sancho. Uh, on the 13th, they played in the DFB Pokal final against Leipzig, and that's like their uh, – be like the FA Cup in England, like their league tournament type deal. And he had two goals and a 4-1 win in that game. And then uh, today he had two assists against Mainz, and they secured Champions League soccer for next year. So showing up in the past couple games. Stodd? I got two. First one's Damian Lillard. Hasn't scored below 30 in like six games. That's what's up. Number two, 
Mbappe because he posted an Instagram photo that had my last name in the caption. So we're winning over here. Uh, do you want to explain why it was in, why your last name was in the caption? I think, I think it might have been French for stadium or something. Yes. But, uh, yeah. But my name was in Mbappe's caption, and that's my boy. So that's my baby boy of the week. <laughs> All right. I see this is completely rational take. <laughs> Uh, my baby boy of the week, I have two of them. Uh, one, I'm going to say Trey Young. The Hawks have clinched a playoff position. Atlanta. Atlanta, exactly. Magic City Wings. Jack Harlow, where you at? And also, um, they also secured a first-round win because they're playing the Knicks. So, that's easy. Uh, my other one, Jesse Lingard. Lingardino. Uh, not only has he been carrying me in FIFA, but he's also he also won – uh, uh, Premier League Player of the Month as well as Premier League Goal of the Month. So, good week to be a baby boy for all of us, I believe. Everyone had a pretty That's good week. Lingard. Baby boy nucleus is soccer. All three of oh. us had a soccer a soccer baby boy. Tim, were you were you saying something? Oh, I was about to say Deli Alley. I could say for baby boy is a uh, he was seen with Guardiola's daughter out on like a date or something. That's a W. That's a W. It, mental mental warfare psychological warfare against Pep a little bit. I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate it. That'll wrap up our Sunday show. Kind of a low energy Sunday show. Worn out from the weekend, I believe. Um, we try, we'll try. we be back on Thursday with some more energy. What do we do we have anything uh, anything to look forward to? What, what Tim, do you want to you want to end us end us with something to look forward to? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> well uh for all you listening uh there's nothing to look forward to this week uh so with that have a bad week i'll say nothing to look forward to. but not a worse week than mike chandler was you made <laughs> see y'all <laughs> Paranoid, I put you over everything to fill the void. And when you're gone, will I have anything or will I be destroyed? Mm. Terrified, paranoid, I put you over everything to fill the void. And when you're gone, will I have anything or will I be destroyed? Yeah. Bright lights pass me in the city, it's emergency I'm thankful cause I made it past my thirties, no one murdered me Still remember vividly the nigga that pulled a gun on me I'm petrified but moving like I got no sense of urgency Pride make a nigga act way harder than he really be Pride hide the shame of city, cut off all utilities Pride hide the pain of growing up in hell and poverty Pride make a nigga feel a way that you and follow me Make a nigga flash a thousand like he hit the lottery Make a baby mama make shit harder than it gotta be Make you have to take the bitch to court to see your prodigy Make you have to use your last resort and pull a robbery Pride be the reason for the family dichotomy Got uncles and some aunties that's too proud to give apology Slowly realizing what the root of all my problems be It got me feeling different when somebody said they proud of me Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil And it left so many R.I.P. Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm. Yeah Terrified, paranoid I put you over everything To fill the void And when you're gone Will I have anything Or will I be destroyed? Mm. Terrified, paranoid I put you over everything To fill the void And when you're gone Will I have 
anything or will I be destroyed? Yeah. Too much money to count, what's the amount? Ten of a bounce, I gotta pay a nigga to add it up. Then pay somebody to make sure whatever amount he say, I'm back it up. Got racks on racks, I'm racking up, stacking up. You reaching on acting up. Break it down, weigh it up, not back it up. Make a five of mine, that's regular. Nigga playing with us, that's negative. Go back to start, that's never. I'm a boss, my closet leather. Ain't no off days on my schedule. Long as I live, we live forever. Told my twin and shit, get better. These niggas that slip, let me ahead of Got my feet up, I pay 70 bands and half cents on the jet. I don't need them, that shit in the past. I'm feeling like what's next. Got my speed up, foot all on the gas, just not a CA vet. I can beat them. I believe in me, just tell me what's the bet How my pride gone, had to lose it all and I got rich I own five homes, glad some of this shit starting to make sense I'm staying hella focused, and I can't forget the bigger picture I can't even hold it, I didn't have shit, I won't forget it Will I be destroyed? Come to me with everything, it's starting to get annoying I'm addicted to promethazine, it's crazy, yeah, I know it All this money coming in, it drive me crazy, not to show it I'll be crazy if I blow it Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm. And it left so many R.I.P Pride is the devil I think it got a hold on me Pride is the devil mm.